Trust your gut. Don't tolerate toxic people. Founded Foxy back in it. Started off as Foxy Cart back in 2006. They've processed now over $2 billion in transaction volume. And while that number is impressive, most of the revenue actually comes from their SaaS model. They've got over 1,000 people between 1,000 and 5,000 paying 20 bucks or more per month. So doing between 20 grand a month and 100 grand per month. 2% logo churn per month, which is really low. That's actually super healthy. When they tested customer acquisition in a paid model, they spent about 100 bucks to acquire a customer, actually north of 100 bucks to acquire a customer. Lifetime value, north of 50 months with that 2% churn, healthy lifetime value is somewhere around a grand. They do their own calculations though on that with their team of 10 based remotely throughout the US and around the world. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Brett Florio. He's a full-time traveler and co-founder product manager at a company called Foxy.io. Back in 2005, he needed a way to add custom e-commerce to existing systems. As such, he launched Foxy two years later with the hunch that others needed the same thing. Ten years later, Foxy has handled billions of dollars in transactions for merchants around the world. When Brett's not busy with that, you can find him playing bluegrass. Brett, are you ready to take us to the top? Yep. Do you have your Do you have your instruments laying around? I want you to play something for us. I do. I have a whole wall right over there. Point the camera. Can you point the camera to it, or no? Is it a fixed camera? No, I can. Let me see. Let me see the wall. That looks like it's a little bit more fixed than I thought it was. Okay, that's okay. We won't mess with it. We won't mess with it. So a billion in transaction volume, this is interesting. I mean, Shopify immediately comes to mind. Tell me what you do and how you make money. So Foxy is, Shopify is an obvious comparison. Foxy is a bit different. We are hosted like Shopify, but we are built to integrate into existing systems. We're not a CMS. We handle just the cart and the checkout. So it's not turnkey. It's not, you know, just choose a template and you're up in five minutes. What it is, is a hosted cart and checkout that is extremely well suited for adding to existing or preferred best of breed solutions. So if you're a web professional and you already, you know, you already have your CMS of choice, your framework, or you're working within a SaaS or an LMS or, or what have you, Foxy can go in exactly where you need it. It's built to integrate. It does everything. So it's it's much better suited for highly complex, highly advanced, highly custom. Yeah. Right. And also quick and easy integrations, uh, as well as if you have your own SaaS, you know, you can add Foxy, you can embed it, white label it. So your users get all of the power and flexibility of Foxy without ever needing to actually go to Foxy, without needing to be you know, developers themselves. So this sounds a little bit more like maybe like Stripe than Shopify. Yeah, so we're, we support 100 different payment gateways, including Stripe. So you could say, well, I can do some of that with Stripe. You can, and then you need taxes. So, okay, now you're integrating taxes and dunning for recurring billing. Okay, now you've got that. And now, oh, PayPal too. Well, that's a whole different integration. And Amazon Pay, another whole different integration. And I can see with, with Stripe too, I mean, you, it's really hard to cr- like create a lot of products on the fly. If you have a big e-commerce brand, it's not easy to do that. What you're saying is you really service 
the e-commerce needs of folks. And that's why you're beating Stripe out on e-commerce deals like this. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, especially larger businesses, aren't going to Stripe. They're using Payment Tech or Vantive or what have you. So, you know, automatically Stripe's out. Uh, Stripe is fantastic. I don't, I don't want to give the impression that Stripe isn't a, a wonderful system. It just does one thing. We do more. Uh, but, but again, we do less than, let's say, Magento. And that's very deliberate and very intentional. Magento, Shopify gets you an entire website, which can be great if that's what you need. But if that's not what you're after, you get a lot of extra stuff that you that's just going to get in your way. All right, Brad, you said you're a traveler and you like bluegrass. Well, bluegrass instruments cost money. How do you make money on this thing? <laughs> we charge a monthly or annual fee uh, as well as an additional small transaction fee. Unlike some others, it's not a, a, a large percentage. So we do cap that. How small, can you share us how small it is? Like definitely under what percent? Oh. Uh, so it's it's 15 cents a transaction and that goes down. Uh, so unlike some others where it's 2%, you know, for us, it doesn't matter how many zeros are on the end of, of the order total. It doesn't, you know, whether it's a $10 order or a $1,000 order, okay. you know, we don't really feel like we're justified in taking a percentage. So, <laughs> perhaps well, so just to be clear, let's, you, let's use an example. If there was a $100 e-commerce checkout system and someone's using you guys versus Shopify, what will they pay you for a hundred dollar transaction? What will they pay Shopify? Uh, depends on the plan, but Shopify, I, th- I believe, starts at two percent of that. So you're looking at two dollars, where we cap at fifteen cents and go down with volume. Oh, oh interesting. So there, is, there literally is no percentage stake, right? The only time where that wouldn't work out is if it was like a sale for like a dollar. <laughs> so right. So it's it's technically our pricing is technically half of a percent up to a maximum of. 15 cents. Oh, I see. So if it's a dollar transaction, you're paying half a percent, percent or something like that. Yeah. So oh, interesting. So we, we have, we have thought of that. We've been doing this will be 11 in April. So uh, a lot of these, a lot of these things have the, come fring, up the fringe, the fringe cases. Yes. And fringe is great, except when it's shipping. <laughs> we have, we have a saying on our end, uh, it's, I hate shipping. Because you can't please everyone with shipping. So yeah. Okay, so 2006, you launch. You make money based taking up to 15 uh, cents per transaction or down to you know half a percent, whatever one is cheaper uh, for, the, for the checkout or for the customer. You also mentioned you have a SaaS model. So on average, what are e-commerce brands paying you to use your platform per month? The, the huge bulk of our users are micro in, in the sort of micro SMB. So the lo, most of our users are just paying us $20 a month. Okay. So 20 bucks. But then we, we do have, you know, many users that are doing much higher volume or we, we have enterprise users that don't necessarily do high volume, but need very specific things like multiple different payment sets in different parts of the world, different custom integrations with SAP, things like that. But just to be clear, you think 20, if I averaged all that together, the big and the small, you think a good average is about 20, 30 bucks? Uh, the, well, the average is, is higher because when it does go higher, it goes higher. But the, yeah. the, so, you know, getting into means and medians and such, but yeah, the, yeah. the average user. Let me, let me ask this a little bit different way because I want to understand, is there any one single customer that makes up more than 5% of your revenue? No. Okay, because that would give me a good sense if you're really catered towards like one big enterprise customer or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, you're at scale. Good. And okay, give me more of the backstory here. So, so what does your team now look like today, eleven years in? 
So 11 years in, we are still a pretty small team. We're under 10. We're about half in the U.S., half international. Everybody is fully remote. We we have very low turnover. We have a wonderful team. And really everybody on the team appreciates we, – we try to get people who appreciate work-life balance. We're very family-friendly. You know, It's not uncommon at all for somebody in Slack to say, hey, I'm ducking out, running to the park, or doing something with my kids, or, or whatever. And that's that's really important for us. I, I learned in previous business experiences, you know, if you don't, if you can't enjoy what you're doing, it's probably not worth doing. If if you know, if there's a better option. No, that makes look. I love it. I think it's a healthy approach. Now, what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers or total users using the platform? We don't share that publicly, but I'll say it's thousands. Okay. Cool. Is, can we put a can we put a range on? Like, can we say north of a thousand, but less than call it five thousand? Is that fair? Uh, yes. Okay, good. I, I just wasn't sure if you were talking like 50,000, 10,000, but right. between not, not one and five. Day. Yeah. Okay, good. So between one and five. And how have you, I mean, where are you getting these folks? Is there a playbook you're following to drive customer growth? And if so, give us a little hint of how that works. No, good question. We are admittedly not great at marketing. We're much better at building the platform and supporting it and getting something <laughs> that people like to use and tell their friends about. We have done very, very little real marketing over the years. We just last year was the first time we experimented with pay-per-click. We've we've done a small number of banner ads. We do some. By the way, uh, how big Brett was that experiment? You're talking like five grand experiment, ten grand, what? How? No, we we ended up doing. Try to think here. No, more than that. Okay. Uh, we we ran it for a while. We we really tried in earnest to to make it work, and it wasn't an abject failure, but it definitely was not something that we thought. Yes, this is fantastic. This well, is so when you when you were doing that, what I mean, obviously you have the data. What was your cap? Like, what were you paying for a new customer on that paid spend? Oh, uh, mm. obviously it didn't work because you're not doing it anymore. But right, <laughs> we. The the problem, honestly, is the the numbers were such and our onboarding is such that we offer an unlimited free trial. Uh, so you only have to actually pay when you want to take your store live. Yep. So when you want to collect real dollars from real customers, because we're developers ourselves, we know that most developers – Projects are not wrapping up in 14 days, sure. especially with, with what we do. So we have to sort of use prox- proxy measurements to say, well, if, if, if a user is not logging in, then they're probably gone. But it is tricky. Um, the acquisition cost per customer with that experiment was, honestly, I don't remember at this point, but it, it was not worth it. What was it definitely north of? Uh, I think it was definitely north of $100 or so. Oh, got it. Okay, well, I mean, that's not horrendous at a $20 per month price point, right? I mean, you get back payback in five months. Yeah, it, it actually, it, it may have been much greater than that because our lifetime, <laughs> value is, our lifetime value is pretty solid and our churn is very low. What's low it's churn, just, by the way, like sub 2% per month? Uh, right around there. Okay, that's logo churn or revenue churn? Uh, that is... Can you, yeah, yeah. The reason I the reason I ask that is because if you lose one enterprise logo out of sixteen hundred customer or a hundred thousand customers, the the percent logo churn will be really low. But if they make up ten percent of your revenue, that's really yeah. high revenue churn. 
Right. It, it's it's roughly the same again because we don't have any users okay. even amongst our enterprise with that constitute so okay. much that it's so two percent two percent is true for both logo churn and revenue churn per month and you said pretty confidently that you have a very stable ltv well, what is that and how do you have such confidence in that metric uh we have confidence because it's been stable for 11 years <laughs> for a long time but i i would rather not share the exact number how do you calculate it like how, just for other people looking to calculate ltv for themselves we use kiss metrics and and sort of Use that. Use their calculation, which is, I believe, reasonably sort of standard. But we've also calculated it in different ways. And you know, it, even when we're running our own data and looking at different ways to calculate it, it's it's pretty consistent. Okay. Uh, regardless of how we calculate. Folks, for those of you that want to learn how to go from good to great to totally unstoppable, listen up. Friday, September 28th, that's this month through Sunday the 30th, I want you to invest in yourself and buy a ticket to Relentless MV, a one-of-a-kind exclusive event at Lambert's Cove Inn on Martha's Vineyard, where world-class motivators will help you gain the mental edge to push yourself to the next level and maximize your potential. SaaS founders, you know, we need this. It's a tough world. World-around trainer Tim Grover, retired. Navy SEAL David Goggins, tech entrepreneur and fear guru Patrick Sweeney, and an elite lineup of performance experts will share how they've gained the mental edge that's taken them to the next level and bigger valuations. We also have a very special guest, Red Sox great and Hall of Fame pitcher Pedro Martinez, in case of any, of any of you guys are into baseball. It's a great event to learn, become inspired, and to network with other A player attendees. Both weekend and day passes are available, and here's the thing. I told the conference guys, you got to meet a great a great deal. So they did. As a listener of the podcast, you get a special deal. Use promo code TOP, that's T-O-P, to receive 500 bucks off. I love that. 500 back in your pocket. Visit RelentlessMV.com for more information. Buy now. Limited tickets are available. You don't want to miss out when they sell out. I mean, do you, the general inclination on the internet when they, people talk about LTV is they take one divided by their logo churn. So 0.02 means they stick with you for 50, five zero months multiplied by that $20 price point gives you an LTV of around a grand. I mean, I know you don't want to say the specific number, but generally speaking, is that how you're calculating it? Something like that? Yeah, roughly like that. Okay, interesting. And no paid spend now today. It's all organic growth? Yes. We've, we've uh, yeah. And, okay. and again, we, we really haven't done much. So that is definitely an area where we know we can improve. And it's something that we've been focusing on a little bit more in 2017 yeah. and are, are doing more in 2018 as are well. You, are you bootstrapped, Brett? Yes, we are. Oh, I love that, man. Congratulations. How have you resisted the urge to raise? <laughs> it's been easy, actually. Uh, we've we've found that once we started getting on people's radars, we we are not big enough for certain types of, of investors and we're too big for others. So we, what we need less than money would be the, the team that the money brings. And we tend to, we're just, we don't really need the money. Yeah. So, and we, and we value, we value what we have and, you know, we, we definitely are concerned with the possibilities of of major change, even if that might result in much more rapid growth, sure. You know, what's what's that growth really worth? Yep, sure. Last few questions here before we wrap up. Um, you have two revenue streams: transaction kind of fee and SaaS model. Are they split fifty fifty when you include your last twelve months revenue, or is one way more significant than the other? 
Good question. We've seen in the industry, uh, you know, a number of different approaches to pricing with with different e-commerce platforms. What we've seen and what we've discovered for ourselves, although we've never tried a, a more sort of freemium with only the transaction fees, but what we've seen from others and what we've done from our own math is that without some sort of minimum fee, it becomes very unworkable. No, the, because, right, just to be clear, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just curious over the past no, 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 12 yeah. months, what percent of the revenue has been from the fee versus the SaaS the, model? The bulk is from the fee, right? Oh, really? I, I, yeah, yeah. Our, Interesting. Our, I'm sorry. No, the bulk is from the SaaS model. Okay, I, that's that's what I would have expected. I, we we considered a monthly fee, so I was thinking fee. The the bulk is from the the monthly fee, the SaaS model. Got it. Uh, the, the we consider the transaction fee to be really just a way to make it fair. Icing on the what cake. We, yeah, what we found before we had that was we would have let's put, we had one user that was using 98% of our system resources and paying the same as everybody else. So our costs were going up, costs for all of our users were going up, and it just wasn't fair. So we found this to be a very equitable way that's easy to communicate. Now, you said if if the case that your SaaS model is really driving most of your business and the fee thing is just really, you know, to be fair, I mean, if you've got a minimum of a thousand folks and the minimum price is caught 20 bucks or around there, it's fair to say you guys are north of 20 grand per month, but less than a hundred grand per month. Is that generally accurate? Yes, that's the range. Okay. Have you guys passed that nice million dollar per year number yet or no? You think it'll happen this year? Mm, Possibly. You think so or no? Yeah. Realistically, probably not. Okay, <laughs> maybe 2019. All right, Brad, good stuff. And what are you currently grow- as a bootstrap company? I always like asking this. What are you currently growing at year over year? I'd rather not share that. Okay, and why is that? Is that because you're not? It, it makes you feel not good, or what? Well, um, I, I guess we'll just say the the current growth has slowed a little bit. But why not share that, Brad? Like, I love celebrating people like you that have bootstrapped. It's not about 100 percent year over year growth. It's about slow oh, growth, certainly not. slow growth over time, building a business the right way. I mean, we need more people like you sharing that number so people, other people feel good about it. Yeah. Well, in the early days, you know, it was a, it was a much higher number. Uh, we, we sort of plateaued a little bit and we're, st- the growth is picking back up. So right now we're in a little bit of a weird place. We've done a lot of housekeeping. We're very old. So right now the growth is actually very low. Single I digit. mean like less than, okay. So less than 10% year over year. Yeah, but you're in full control, man. I mean, you're living the life. Yeah. Well, and and also, you know, like I said, it, it we're we're at that point where we've done a lot of housekeeping. We have a solid platform. Now it's just a matter of, okay, what are how, where are we going to take it from here? You know, what are we going to do to get more people knowing about what we do? Yep. All right, let's wrap up here, Brett, with the famous five quick answers here. Number one, what is the last book that you read? Ooh, last book was. He's looking at his bookshelf. I, you think I'd... <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> my, bookshelf's in, my bookshelf's in the other room. I just finished one and I've, I've already forgotten. That's okay. We'll, we'll leave none there. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? There's not and I, I feel like a bad person for admitting that. That's okay. <laughs> Number, Why do you feel so bad about everything? That's fine. Number three, <laughs> what's your favorite online tool for building a business? For building a business, I, I, I favorite online tool is Follow Up Then. Yep, follow up then. Num- Love it. It's a good one. Number four, how many hours do you sleep to get every night? Ooh, seven-ish. That's pretty healthy. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Married, three kids, and we have, we just, my oldest just hit her 50th state. Um, Travel? On our way back, yep, on our, on our way back down from Canada. That's so amazing. We've done, 
we travel most of the time. And Brett, how old are you? 37. 37. Very good. Last question real quick. So, uh, you know, if someone came in and offered you a, a million bucks for the business and nothing changed about the, 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 the strategy, obviously that's hard to believe, but just assume nothing changed. Would you sell the company or no? No, not for that. Probably. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, good. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Oh, trust, trust my gut and just don't tolerate toxic people. There you guys have it from Brett. Trust your gut. Don't tolerate toxic people. Founded Foxy back in it. Started off as Foxy Cart back in 2006. They've processed now over $2 billion in transaction volume. And while that number is impressive, most of the revenue actually comes from their SaaS model. They've got over 1,000 people, between 1,000 and 5,000, paying 20 bucks or more per month. So doing between 20 grand a month and 100 grand per month. 2% logo churn per month, which is really low. That's actually super healthy. When they tested customer acquisition in a paid model, they spent about 100 bucks to acquire a customer, actually north of 100 bucks to acquire a customer. Lifetime value north of 50 months with that 2% churn, healthy lifetime value somewhere around a grand. They do their own calculations, though, on that with their team of 10 based remotely throughout the U.S. and around the world. Brett, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks so much. Pleasure to be with you.